Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another Monday Morning Art Talk. I'm Steven Silver, character designer and teacher, dedicated to helping you learn about the art industry and living up to your potential. Whippee! Welcome to another Monday Morning Art Talk. So today I want to discuss part of this uh, Artist Anonymous philosophies that I wanted to just make more public but also have discussions with people. For those of you guys who aren't familiar, about twice a month I'm doing these drawing sessions where people from all over the world, it's awesome. We all get online together and we're all drawing the same thing and having, um, you know, just kind of having fun, just talking and uh, just working and we get to see each other's work. So you can check it out if you're interested um, in my uh, silvertoons.com in the classes section. It's called drawing sessions. But yesterday I introduced something that I wanted to just elaborate on just a little bit more. In my uh, school in Sun Valley that I had, I was doing a workshop group. It wasn't a workshop group. Every now and again, I would do this round circle. It was called Artists Anonymous. And the idea was just not, not to be like an Alcoholics Anonymous or all these other things, but in that vein of just being able to discuss issues, being able to discuss problems that we have because we're all facing it. And as a teacher for so many years and doing what I do, I keep hearing the same repetitive things over and over again. So there's almost like a science to it, right? There's, there's something out there that's for real, that people are experiencing, that people are going through, and it's just what you need is just to hear something a little different. You need to hear someone's perspective. You need to hear someone who's maybe gone through that journey that can help you and prepare you for that your journey that you're gonna have ahead as you're moving forward. And that's what it's all about. It's like, we know we're on this journey. We know that we're trying to forge our way through this existence as artists, to have this privilege as an artist, to be able to make a life and a living as an artist. You couldn't ask for a better thing. This is what people desire. This is what we want. This is what we're all trying to do. And some of us are gonna get there faster than others. Some of us are gonna have better experience than others. It's just the way the it just all works. And the faster you come to the acceptance of what's actually happening, the more I think you can be at peace. So um, this other group that I just kind of want to start forming, and I think we had some great discussion yesterday because people would chime in on their experience. You know, some people were talking about their experience in school and how just not being accepted into schools and how much this was holding them back. Is it too late? And and these worries, again, these these doubts. And my, part of my mantra that I'm always say to myself, and it's I do this to help me just sort of get a little bit, um, it helps me get to sleep at night. You know how you lay down or you're going to sleep and your head can start wondering and start thinking about all these things. So, you know, my mantra is no thoughts of worry, doubt or fear. My mind is open. My mind is clear. No thoughts of worry, doubt or fear. My mind is open. My mind is clear. No thoughts of worry, doubt or fear. My mind is open. My mind is clear. And you repeat this. And if your mind starts wandering into other places, that's where the mantra sort of like pops back in and then you stop yourself. But the idea is to have um, an open mind. 
and a clear mind because when your mind becomes more open and clear, you start to relieve yourself of the, just these oftentimes useless stresses and worries that we take on these burdens that we put on ourselves. And sometimes you can sit and go, is that even real? Why am I even... Why am I even having a bad day? Why am I even thinking this? Why is this going on? Is this real? And and if you really dig deep into some of these ideas, you can go, God, man, I'm just, what am I doing? I'm driving myself crazy. So what I wanted to do was I created just like these 12 steps, some of them based off of uh, like the Alcoholics Anonymous, you know, just it's a very, you know, big group. I've never been associated with it. But I do, um, I, I like their principles and then I added some of my own principles in there. But my, my principles, the way I sort of break these down has a little bit of a, a twist to it that of course might be different from what, you know, theirs may be. But this is how I sort of break it down. And number one of the 12 steps is, and it's in no specific order, but this is my, you know, what I think. And number one is honesty. And the honesty isn't about that you're just an honest person. You know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with being an honest person. Just tell the truth. Just stop trying. Don't lie to people, right? But the honesty is being honest of where you are with your ability. I think this is a very important thing. And you know what I'm going to do right now? I'm just probably going to do about six of the steps. And then I'm going to do the next six next week because I kind of want to elaborate on each of these as we go through. But I don't see how it goes. Um, but the yeah, where you are in your ability and where you are in your ability is not just based on where your friends sort of think you are or applaud you for that or your parents or grandparents or aunts and uncle or anyone else is that just are you are you truly at the level you think you should be or do you know in your heart of heart if you're truly honest with yourself that I got to get better, man, I I. I am horrible at doing this certain thing. And and sometimes those things, like I've mentioned before, aren't necessarily things you just want to do. Maybe you have no desire to draw landscapes or do color and painting. You know, my biggest week, one of my biggest weakness, another weakness, you know, for me is uh, painting. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a painter. And you know, and it's you said, well, learn, learn how to paint. Just, just do it. Just learn how to paint. Stop bitching and moaning and complaining about it. Well, I'm not bitching and moaning and complaining about it. It's just that I'm not a good painter, but I don't have the desire. I don't have the desire to sit and truly learn that right now in my life. I just don't. It's like I, I, I appreciate painting. I appreciate, you know, color theory. I appreciate understanding all that. But is it something that is driving me to do it? No. So what happens because of that lack is the passion is not there, right? So if there's no passion in what it is that you're doing, there's no pursuing. Because if what, what's the point? What's the point of pursuing something you're not even passionate about? It's just going to be uninteresting to you and, and you're going to just fall away from it. You're not going to be interested. So what you're doing is adding an extra stress and an extra sort of mind clutter and not giving you a clear space and taking up more of your time because you truly have no interest in it. And maybe it serves no practical purpose for what you want to do. I do realize the importance of it, depending what it is, what direction you want to go in your career. But also I've found 
as working in television animation for so long, and I know things are changing because you got CG and you're dealing with that, where some people will say, can you paint it like uh, to be more CG rendered looking? And I'm a very flat kind of color guy. That's that's what I do. I just have my flat colors. I like the TV colors. It's I just, that's the way I roll. But what can I do in that situation? I mean, I have my company, my, my, my studio Silver Tunes, and I hire other artists to, if, I, if I'm called upon by a client to do something like that, I can do the illustration, I can do the design, I can present my idea. But on the color front, I can give another artist an opportunity who's good at color, who may not be so great at uh, character design or anything else, but that's their strength. And I can hire them. And so you get to sort of spread the love a bit that way too. And I feel like that serves its purpose better for me. If I have to work on my own illustration for something specific, it could be a, a publishing, a magazine, anything like that. I got to take on that burden myself and do it. And I struggle with it. But I remember Mort Drucker, the famous Mort Drucker, Mad Magazine, the one and only Mort Drucker, character, best caricature artist in the world, was... Uh, he always told me he struggled with color. He hated doing color and always blew it off. And then what he would do, it was awesome. Where he was asked to do a Time Magazine cover. And you know who he called? If you, I hope you guys are familiar with this artist, Frank Fazetta. He would call Frank Fazetta, Frank. He would get Frank Fazetta to color his stuff for him. Hey, Frank, can you color my stuff for me? And eventually, um, it was, I believe it was Nick Meglin or it was, uh, who was the editor of Mad Magazine at the time, or it was Frank, uh, told him, hey, you know, cause he would call up Nick Meglin too, the color stuff. Hey, Mort, you gotta learn to do this yourself. If you don't do this yourself, you're gonna, you know, it's just gonna be a problem. And at that point, he realized I gotta learn to do this myself. And then he took the bull by the horns and started doing it himself, all right? Um, so that that's one thing that I want to say is just having the honesty. You gotta be honest with your ability of where you're at. You gotta be truthful and you gotta be willing to hear the truth. And no cover up and no trying to pretend and no trying to like hurt feelings or anything like that. This is the detriment of our society. I personally feel is this everyone's so offended so easily over anything. And so, so if everyone's so offended and everyone's so hurt all the time, how is anything going to get accomplished? No one's going to stand up and say and do anything. And this is, and I'm jumping here, I'm going on tangents here, but this is the problem that's happening in the animation industry or the gaming industry. People are so afraid to be open and honest and stand up and speak up that they take the abuse, they take the hits, they get rejected, they, 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 they just get hit, 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 hit every time because I don't want to say anything, I don't want to ruffle anyone's feathers, I don't want to, you know, do anything. And sometimes it's going to be important to speak up and speak out like I did initially with CTN. Calling out all their stuff, you know, I had many people afterwards coming up and saying, man, thanks for speaking up, you know, glad you did, you know, but everyone needs to speak up and it's in the unions. People just need to speak up and stand up and say something because people, what's happening, this is going to be a whole nother art talk, I'm not going to go there right now, but the, the abuse of the system within the studios of people doing other people's jobs. People who are having to do, not only, you know, they're cleaning up, they're doing color, they're doing prop design and character design, they're doing five jobs, these storyboard artists who are having to do the editing and everything else and timing and animatics. That's not other people's jobs. That's just not right. 
And the studios are getting away with it because people aren't speaking up or saying anything. And even when the union reps are going around and trying to tell, you know, everything going on, oh, everything's fine. No, it's not. Speak up and stand up. And this is what we have to do if we want to change stuff, all right? Because this is going to be a very important thing. And if we don't do it now, trust me, it's just going to get worse. How does any disease... Man, it just get greater. It's because it starts off as a small thing. It could start off as a small tumor and it expands because it's not getting treated. It starts off as a small cancerous thing and because it doesn't get treated, it expands. You know what happens when you don't heal wounds. They, they, man, they, they, they're gonna hurt you more in the end. And that's where we're at right now in our, in, in what it is that we're doing with our, uh, in this industry. And if we don't speak up and change this stuff, then not, nothing's going to happen. And I'm not in the studio. I work for the studios as a freelance artist. I'm on the sort of outside. I'm not on the inside. I'm not in there in the bullpen with a lot of these guys who are in there and taking all this abuse and going through all this on a day-to-day -day basis, you know, but you got to be able to speak up about stuff. I was working to work for a studio and I did do work for them and they, they asked me to do this, this, and this. I said, hey, that's not in my position, my role. I just do the character design. You know what they said? Okay, no problem. But all the other people that don't say, speak up or say anything, they get stuck with it and they go, oh, okay, okay, I'll do it, I'll do it. And then what happens? You got no time for yourself. You're just worn out. You just, you know, you're pissed off. You're griping. You're moaning. You're bitching. Why? Because it's an undeal environment. And that's what you're dealing with. Oh my God. Did I just go off on a tangent there? Sorry. The next thing that we want to do on this uh, list on the 12 steps, again, this is going to be part of, if you wish to join the, the meeting, it's going to be an international and only about 30, 40 people in the session and just going back and forth with each other. The next thing is going to be faith. And it's not just, it's not about faith and religion. It's not about faith in your beliefs. We all have our own beliefs. We all have our own stance of what we, where we are with that. But that you can accomplish, faith that you can accomplish your goals. Faith that you can accomplish your goals. That you are setting out to do something, to start something, and believing enough in yourself and your ability. And even if you don't have the greatest ability, you just know that, you know what? There's something maybe a little bit missing out there that I think I can maybe make a little bit better. That I can do it a different way that might be just because there's other people who have made books about character design or animation. Is that going to stop me from making a book about character design? Is that going to stop people? I hear this all the time. People, oh, there's enough books on storyboarding. Where? Where are all these books on storyboarding? You know, in all honesty. And just because if there is a book on storyboarding, but what about your interpretation of storyboarding, how you approach storyboarding. And so it's the lack of faith that stops people from taking the initiative and going to the next step in the next phase. And that's why you got to have faith and believe in what it is you're trying to get into as you're working towards your goals. That's the bottom line. Otherwise, without that, Come on, guys, there's there's nothing. And if you want to put it in a religious context, go ahead. It's the same thing because without faith in that, whatever that religion, whatever that God is that you believe in, 
Well, how could you think that anything's going to get better in your life if you don't have that faith? So that faith is just believing. And I think Dr. Martin Luther King said it best, and don't quote me exactly, but he said, you know, faith is taking one step in front of the other, even in the dark on a ladder or something like that, knowing that the next step is there. You know, that your faith, I believe that it's there and I'm going to put my thought, oh, thank God it was there. Oh, thank God it was there, you know. And maybe you're not thanking God that it was there. Maybe it wasn't there, okay? And then you crash and you burn. You go, okay, let me get back up. I just got knocked down. Let me get back up. But having the faith in yourself and your ability to accomplish your goals is going to be a major facet of your artistic journey if this is what you want to do. Yes, you're going to have the bad, horrible, uh, depressing unfulfilled, unmotivated days. They're gonna happen. They're gonna be there. We can't control it. This is the thing. We can't control these things, okay? Leads me into the next thing. Number three is surrender. That's my new favorite word that I just kind of can't say enough to people is just to surrender. And that does not mean giving up. And it does not mean just letting things go. It just means that you are going to surrender to the idea and of whatever the day may bring. And see what magic happens. Just let it go. Just let it go. Have those goals set up. You have your calendar. Write things down. What it is you want to accomplish. But let the day manifest the way it's going to do it. Because it's going to do it anyway with or without you. It's going to go the way it's going to go unexpectedly. You do not know what's going to happen. And that taps into my whole other thing, which will be a whole nother art talk, is living every day as if it will be your last because you because someday it will be. And how I think about how you should live every day as if it was your last. Just something that I do for myself to just know that, you know what, it's part of a goal setting, that I want to try to accomplish this. I'm going to do this today because today may be my last day on earth. I don't know. And will I feel good about it? Well, I won't be able to say because I wouldn't be there, right? But these are this is sort of mindset. But surrender to what the day is going to be. Surrender to your situation. Surrender to the fact that, you know what, I got to start from scratch. That's what I got to do. I just, you know, surrender. I, I, I can't even tell you how many times. And it's, I, and I can't, don't know why, but it happens, technology. But when my computer's crashed on me, when I'm burning, working on, a, on an illustration, on a drawing, and all of a sudden, my Photoshop vanishes. Then I think someone's taken over my computer and someone's in my computer and uh, being hacked somewhere. I go, oh my God, and I forgot to save. How many times have you done that? Oh my God, but what do you have to do? You got you, I can bitch, I can moan, I can smash into the computer. The best thing to do is just get up, walk away, but know that you got to do it all over again and surrender to it and let that thing go. Will there be a bit of that frustration? Yes, but it's up to you to control it and not let it get the best of you so that you can surrender to this moment and this situation. So these are very important factors to consider and just take that in mind. Just surrender, okay? The next thing is soul searching, number four. Soul searching is this is about discovering the process. 
that we are all on this soul journey. We are all here for some purpose. We don't always know what it is yet, but we got to find it. How do we find your purpose through trial and error? Through going through these situations just to try to find this sort of like what it is that I need to sort of do. Searching for that process, you know, discovering the process. You're searching for what do I joy? What is that thing that I can share? What is it that I can do? What am I better at? What can I do to offer someone else that they're going to find value in? Some people find value in things, some people don't. I hope you find value in these talks that I do every Monday. You know, I honestly do. That's that's part of like my soul searching is just through, I realize my soul searching, my endeavor, where I am right now in my life, and again, you hear about me talk about it, many of my art talks, is to share this knowledge, is to share my passion for this. I have a, I have a, this undescribable passion for it. Am I walking around sort of like, yeah, like this all the time going, hey, oh, mm, mm, mm. am I this sort of like crazy upbeat person all the time? No, I'm not. I kind of, I'm very, actually a very quiet person. And, but when I get in front of an audience, when I get in front of another person, I don't know what happens, but all I know is my soul and something emerges and it comes out and I can't even control it. And it's all, it comes out in my writing. I don't in my, my hand starts to write, but oftentimes I drive in the slow lane. My wife's always angry. Why are you always driving in the slow lane? I don't switch lanes. I'm not a lane changer. I'm just along for the ride. And I'm just, I could be very docile and very mellow. I could be in a in a, in a situation at a party and I'm, you know, the quiet one in the room in the corner, so, so to speak, you know, it's just like, I, I like my, I like my quiet time, you know, I'm not different than a lot of people, but again, you gotta try to find, you gotta go through this soul searching for yourself. What, who am I? What do I want to do? What do I want to be? And how can I surrender to this? And how can I have faith in this and what I'm doing? And how can I be honest about myself of where I'm at, okay? Number five is courage. To enter into uncomfortable places, to have the courage to put yourself in places which are just less desirable. Having the courage to speak up and say something, you know, and this is such a big thing to put yourself in that situation that's gonna be uncomfortable. And you know where this comes into play a lot? Have the courage for crying out loud to respond to people and stop ghosting people if you're one of those people that just ghost people because you don't even have the courage to say what it is you want to say. Maybe there's something you want to say to that person, that there's not an ideal thing, that you don't necessarily like something that's being said, something that's being done. Maybe they wrote you an email and you're not favorable to it. But what about, uh, you know, it's just not something that I'm interested in or no thank you or whatever it may be. I don't know. It's it's courage. It's just like, what do you have to lose? Just speak up. Have the courage to speak up, speak out, take chances, do something that you're so afraid. You're so afraid to go talk to that person because you think they might reject you. They might say something that might not be as ideal or it might not be what you want to hear, but have the courage, because that courage is going to go a long way. It's going to take you from point A to point B. It's such an immense, huge part of this journey. I can't even describe 
how many things I've put myself into where my where my gut, you know that feeling you get, and it's just feeling you feel like that thing on you're on a roller coaster ride when you go down that roller coaster and your stomach just freaking goes up into your throat. You've had that before where you're about to talk to someone and meet with someone and that same sort of feeling. It's like you know, it's like, oh my God, man, I'm just like not feeling this right now. But you know, it's like, okay, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna brave through it. And oftentimes you find, man, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be. Number six, and I'm gonna end it here, is willingness. The willingness to take risk. You have to take risk. Don't be stupid. Don't do something that's gonna be so risk-taking where you're gonna risk your, your, your whole family. You know, put them in jeopardy or you're going to, it could be risk your whole relationship, you know, and it could destroy everything, could destroy, you could, you know, taking a risk of just losing all the money you have in the bank, just hoping and praying that, you know, I'm going to, I'm at a gambling table, I'm going to put all my money on black or red or whatever it's going to be in your mortgage of your house, you know, they, you know, don't take unnecessary risks, but you got to have the willingness to take risks and that you don't know ever what the outcome is going to be. You just try things. You put it out there and you don't make a thing of it whether it becomes something or not. It's something, you know, is, is risk, risk taking is to me, if you're truly, and you, I think first of all, having the willingness just to try things and, and see what happens is, you know, perfect example. Everything that I've done, I was willing to start my own school. I was willing to publish my own books. I was willing to set up at conventions. I was willing to put my portfolio out there to try to get hired for jobs. There's a lot of situations in my life that I've been willing to do. And a lot of times those have come with some risk where I was willing to start my own t-shirt company and it didn't fa and it failed. Okay. And I don't even want to use that word failure. It just, it didn't go anywhere. But the risk was I put money in, not all my money, but I put money in that didn't go you know, to where I want it to go. Um, there, there's a risk in put it, publishing a book, putting it out there and just hoping that if I make this book, I hope people will, will buy it and, and see it. And what is that risk? That I don't know, hoping that you make your money back. That was my approach when I made my first book is I just hope when I did The Art of Silver many years ago, what is it, like 16 years ago now, do, do I hope I just make my money back? Right? This is a big risk. I'm taking a lot of money. There was no Kickstarter. There was nothing. I spent a lot of my own money. I pulled money out of our savings and we were nervous about it, but man, okay. It's not, I'm not gonna, we're not gonna be dead. We're not gonna be on the streets if I do this, but it's a huge risk, but I had a willingness. And if I just made my money back, that'd be cool. Thankfully, it went above and beyond that. But you, I wouldn't have known had I not tried. It's just like with me with the Patreon. That's a willingness. I'm trying. I mean, is there a huge risk there? You know, when you think about certain things, when you do a Kickstarter, when you do these things, oftentimes there's no huge financial risk on your end because you're hoping to get the support of other people. You're putting stuff out there. What you're doing is the willingness to put in the time and effort to make something happen, offer some value, do something, give more of your time to something that you wouldn't necessarily do in the hopes that, that maybe there's going to be a return. Is it always going to be there? You don't know. It's, it's a willingness. You try things, but don't let that be a, a, a beacon or just a, a judge of, of what you do in life. There's many other things you can try. Just try 
different things and sort of like see what happens, all right? Um, so have that willingness. So the first six steps of the Artist Anonymous program that we're going to be meeting with probably like once a month um, and just stay tuned through silvertunes.com in my classes. Get on my newsletter if you want to learn about it. It's going to be just a great sort of community thing to get together as we discuss just daily situations, maybe uplift you, get you out of your deep hole if you're in one or just whatever I can do to offer you. That's my, my hope. Um, and that's it. So remember, honesty, uh, faith, surrender, soul searching, courage and willingness, the first six steps, all right? I wanna thank all my Patreon followers at this point. It's a little small right now, but I wanna thank you guys anyway for being there. You know, I appreciate you guys that are there and this is part of my willingness to try something and see who wants to be a part of it and join me. I don't know, is it gonna be something that I can keep adding and building upon? Is it gonna get to that place? I don't know, but I appreciate you guys that are there and find value in what I'm doing here. Thank you guys. And um, again, you guys are getting this video today. And guys, everyone else that's watching, make it a great week. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Take care. To subscribe to my mailing list and stay updated on future workshops and events, please go to my contact at silvertunes.com and simply hit join mailing list. Until the next time, make it a great week and thank you for listening.